Hey there, sister. In this episode, we get to meet Bonnie Beetle. I just had a wonderful chat with her. We talked about life, love, and legacy. And so she just shares about what she's currently doing. We kind of took it from current and we went backwards into her life. Just had a sweet time together, but she rocks uh, my world. And I know you're going to enjoy listening in on our conversation. I hope you get something out of it. And don't forget to uh, read the show notes at the end and get my recipe of the month. Love you, girl. Talk to you later. Bye. Well, hey there, sister Nicole Johnson here. Join our conversation as we chat about life, love, and legacy. Today, it is my great honor and and privilege, and I'm so excited to introduce to you somebody in my world, Miss Bonnie Beetle. And that's the last time I'll say Miss, okay? So it's just Bonnie from here on out. It's going against my grain, but but I met Bonnie, uh, I believe, uh, officially in 2013, at Victory Church in Tulsa, a church that I like to say I would I married into. <laughs> that could sound kind of religious, but uh, I married a boy from Victory Church in Tulsa uh, years ago, uh, thirty-one years ago actually, and um, and since then, back in two thousand thirteen, we started traveling with an amazing ministry called the Ninety Nine, uh, to which uh, you were a part of. Um, with Encouragers International, we could talk about that if you want to. But um, it was a you managed mission funding to to put it in, in my in my terms. And um, I like to uh, all of my guests. I like to kind of give the who, what, when, where, and how to to introduce you. Um, how how we stay connected would be um, whenever I get to go to Tulsa, and I I like to call them Bonnie sightings. <laughs> I'm like. There's Bonnie over there. And then we find each other. We run and we, we give each other a hug. And, and I tell you, she is, she's a joy and a delight to find, but she rocks the spectacles. I tell you, the glasses, the jewelry, the hair, everything is just so fun. So fun. And so she is my kind of woman and she's got a lot to say. So I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop talk, doing all the talking. But our why is that Jesus Jesus is our why of why we do things, why we're together. He put us together. and I'm so thankful. So welcome to the podcast, Bonnie. Thank you. Thank you. It's oh. great being with you. So fun. So fun. And this is just what obedience looks like. We're just kind of learning as we go. Hopefully we're getting better at what we do as we go. But I want to start off with a few questions. So I know what you do currently, and then I guess we'll start from here and work our way back. Um, in my estimation, you are number one at being number two. And I think that's why we connect so well, because that's my most comfortable, not that's my most satisfying, I guess, or, or content. I'm content to do that. And I, I feel like I thrive when I'm number two at being, you know, number being number one, number two. So what do you do? And talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I just uh, assist Pastor Sharon Doherty, who's founding pastor of Victory Church, and uh, I oh that oh that that's all <laughs> founding pastor of, of Victory Church, and um and you are her administrative assistant, personal yes. assistant. Uh, I think it's the title is executive assistant, but it doesn't really matter. Yeah, 
Yeah. You, you know, so anyway, yes, I, uh, I started assisting her in 2014 after she transitioned out of the senior pastor to uh, Pastor Paul. And anyway, I just do whatever needs to be done. I schedule her travel. I schedule her appointments. She teaches in the uh, Bible college. She has a group every Sunday night. And uh, anyway, just whatever she has need of, I remind her of appointments. And We uh, all need a Bonnie Beetle <laughs> in our life. <laughs> and I get to uh, periodically travel with her uh, when she... Uh, unless she normally she will take a keyboard player if she's going to be ministering. Mm -hmm. And um, if so not, you, then you I normally, usually get to travel with her. You normally travel with her unless you're grounded by sleet. And we find <sighs> out right before we get on the runway that we're not going. So uh, uh, don't ask me how I know these things, but. <laughs> true. Very true. But then we end up sitting being the only um, uh, uh, participants at a restaurant um, and, and it's snowing and icing all around us. And so we're just having a great time, just enjoying our breakfast, but Hey, that that's what sisters do. That's right. So that's you right. are, you are, um, wow. You are, a, you're an armor bearer. You're helping her do what she needs to do by the Lord that she can't do without you. So yes. it's, that's a, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. And so I'm sure I every guess day that's what I'm, I guess that is what I am. Yeah. yeah. You're an Aaron and a her, you're raising her arms so that she can do and her rewards are your rewards. And so there's no, well, this is, this is just what I, this is the only thing I, no, 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 no. There's somebody listening out there who has to realize what you're doing is bigger than yourself. It's bigger than, than just what you see because you are supporting, uh, that that person or, or or organization to do what it's called to do so when we're all fitly joined in the body it gets done the work gets done so wow that's yeah. beautiful so what did you want to be when you grew up when you were a little girl what was your well, you was know your... <laughs> I don't really recall too much about what I wanted to be um I think I wanted to be a wife Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember that from a little girl wanting to get married. And as I got, I remember as a freshman in high school, I did a paper and I wanted to be a secretary in Washington, DC. Oh. Well, I've not made it to Washington, DC yet, but <laughs> anyway. Have, have, even on a even on a trip? Oh no, I have, but I mean as okay, far, yeah, as far as employment. Yeah. As yeah, being yeah. a yeah. uh, working there. Uh-huh. Wow. But you're praying for it all the time. So that's working in DC. That's true. You're working on DC. That's right. <laughs> so many yes, times, amen. If we're in it, we can't see it kind of thing. So, so mm -hmm. you're you're you you got you got that 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 bird's eye view of working in wow, secretary in Washington, DC. And now you're you're a secretary personal personal uh uh uh, assistant to someone who's who's globally minded and um which dc has you know has um uh, a touch 
to 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 global global things. So I like for me, I I didn't know like exactly what I wanted to be. Like I was never like I want to be a this or that. I wanted to be many things, and I remember asking the Lord uh, when I was a a, a teenager, um, oh, Lord, I just want to be like an expert in my field. I want to be known, known for this one thing, kind of like a brain surgeon, but not a brain surgeon. Don't, don't get me wrong, but you know, just that they're world renowned for this, you know, kind of thing. And the Lord so sweetly replied to me and he said, why put me in a box? Mm. And I was like, what? Not to say these world renowned, you know, uh, single focus people are, no. but for me, he said, give me your life and, and let, let me, let me do many things with it. So he basically kind of gave me an open vision uh, in my early twenties. And um, I was in relationship with my now husband, but we weren't married yet. And it was a door that was open. And then you, you looked through the door and you could see all these other doors, but they weren't, they weren't one step in front of the other. They were side by side and they were all open. And what came to me was walking through that first door was marrying my husband, Phil Johnson, the Phil Johnson. And, um, and then once I married him, all these other doors at the same time were coming open to both of us. And God has such a broader vision for us than we have for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And, um, I just think that's great. Number one, we stay open to him and we're like, okay, God, if this is what you want me to do, I'll do it versus, well, that's not my job description. Mm -hmm. Oh, oh, don't give me that. <laughs> you know, these are your job. Dis th this is your job description, but not limited to, I tell people that in the past when I've hired, I'm like, oh, I'm looking for people to roll up their sleeves and to get the job done regardless, you know, that kind yes. of person. Yeah. Well, how did God exceed your expectations um, doing, thinking, oh, I, I never thought I would be doing something like this? Mm -hmm. Did you? Well, go ahead. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Well, here's, an, here's, here's another way to put it. And I, I this may sound kind of crazy, but did you forget to get married or did you, did you get married or did you not get what, where, where are you at on, on, on the journey of singleness, married wife? You wanted to be a wife. Okay. No, I didn't forget. <laughs> I didn't forget about it. Uh, actually. Were you too busy? No, it just never seemed to happen. Even okay. though, I mean, I had prayed every prayer, had the list, you know, oh, come all on. of that. And, uh, it just, you know, it just didn't happen. And, um, I can remember, I think it was around 1988 or 89 that it was like, <clears throat> I just realized, you know, it's okay, God, if I have to be single the rest of my life, it's okay. It's like, I made that decision in my heart mm. and then it was you know, it's just been solidified. And then I wasn't so consumed with the thought of it, you know? Yeah. And uh, so it's really been great. I mean, um, sometimes I think, oh, it would have really been nice, which it would have, you know, if it'd been the right person and I would have been a, the right person. But anyway, uh, for whatever reason, God has fulfilled my life anyway. 
whether mm. I was married or not, you know, because so I've, no, go ahead. Well, you know, I, I've been able to follow him and I've, I've had several different lives in my lifetime so far. That's, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you've lived more lives than you ever thought you would. So mm-hmm. what are yes. some of those, those journeys? So, so out of high school, did you, did you go to college? What, what, what was that? I what went for a couple of uh, semesters in college and was doing a, like a secretarial course. Okay. Hence being a secretary in DC. I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I never learned how to type. We started traveling in missionary evangelism work when I was going into the ninth grade. And um, yeah, you can't take a typewriter with you in the car, you know, at the, during those times, but I don't regret it. I mean, oh my word, I was able to see and do things that I'm very thankful for, but to this day, I can't type. And that was the one thing when we homeschooled, I could not teach my children. So my mother-in-law who, when she typed, she, you could see smoke coming off the keys. Mm-hmm. She's so fast. She was able to teach, which I thought was so precious, so precious. Go down yes. to grandma's house and let grandma teach you how to type. And she would have them typing sermons, you know, many, many book sermons, Pastor Billy Joe's sermons and, and Kenneth Hagan material. And they'd be typing all this and scriptures and, and, and bam, they're, they're great typists now, but see, God will put people in our lives that mm-hmm. have talents and abilities that we don't have. True. You, you were such a blessing in our life when we traveled because we couldn't handle because we we're on the road, the finances that we needed to, but you through, through encouragers international, how, what did God, how did that come about? How did, how, how did you see that need? Well, I had, um, first of all, I was at Victory back in the early 80s. I came in 84 to to go to the Bible school. Where are you from? Well, I'm originally from Missouri. Oh, okay. But I had been living in Atlanta for about five years. Okay. Have you, did you ever go to Bible school? I'm sure you ate at the, uh, the varsity did you eat at yes. the varsity? Yes, what, do you have? what 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 do you hot have? Hot dog, hot dog. Yeah, hot dog, hot dog. <laughs> oh yeah, fun stuff. Okay, so you're so you're you're now in Tulsa. Yes, and so sitting under, uh, you know, Pastor Billy Joe's ministry, uh, I had a, uh, developed a real heart for missions. Of course. So yeah. anyway, down. So I was here uh, from '84 to. I left in 89 and I went to Indiana to help some friends start a church. Okay. And so anyway, it was later on, obviously, after I'd been in Tulsa the first time that I just, uh, I don't know, I just started getting that desire to help missionaries. Did you ever go yourself? Short term. Yes. I went to... Uh, I think it was in 1998 um, I went to Eastern Europe and then I've been to uh, actually with Victory when I wasn't living here to Russia three times was, it was after the 18 months though it was okay during the- did you see the Henshaws when you were there were they your contact yes there? Yeah. yes they were nice. and uh, they were the uh, contact when I went to on a trip to Eastern Europe too. 
Terry and yeah. Brenda led that. So, so cool. Phil's first missions trip ever was in, was in Prague, Czech and uh, Terry and Brenda were there, but he went over with David Grothy as a music missionary. We were actually oh, living, wow. we were actually living in Dallas. Becca, our daughter was just born. She was born in July, the end of July. And, um, this was, I uh, wouldn't, she was like four months old. Yeah. She was four months old. And cause she got her first tooth early, <laughs> her first tooth when Phil was in check and, um, stayed, you know, stayed there and just had a wonderful time, but, oh man, just, just, I don't want to say ripped his heart out, but it ripped his heart out because, you know, as American uh, musicians, they would get the sheet music and then just toss it, just throw it away. Mm -hmm. And they took all the sheet music over there because that's back when, before computers, that's what you did. And he said the the musicians over there would be like, what are you going to do with this? Pay these sheet music. And he goes, we're just going to, they're like, can we have it? And they just grabbed every piece of sheet music that they could get. And it was just beautiful because you see, if you're not called to go, uh, to live over there, you're called to send and you need to go at least once so that you know what you're sending to, what you're sending for. So there's goers and there's senders and I'm a goer. So I don't make any apologies to tell people, Hey, send me, send me. Mm -hmm. If you can't go send me, so I, I will go. And so it's just so cool. So that's basically how you and I really met. Do you remember us meeting before the 99 or was that really? No, I don't. I think that was the first contact. Okay. Well, you probably saw Phil on the drums through the years. And I remember his mother, she was over a hospital ministry when I was here the first time. Yeah. Yeah. Phil, I remember him on on the drums. Uh Yeah. Little, he was probably just so he was so young when I married him. He's older than me, but he was so young when I married that man. <laughs> oh, we've grown together. So, um, so what was your worst job? Oh, <laughs> I didn't have to think too long. I was uh, a word process, a word processor. It was when I was living in Indiana and, uh, I went to work for this company. Yeah, it was a word processor. And you just, you were in a cubicle. You had to just sit there. They didn't even want you talking to the person next to you. Oh, I think I was in that. I think I was there like a year and a half. And uh, yeah, it was painful. You are faithful, <laughs> faithful. Now, that's so funny. When that, when that term word processing came out, you know, it was talking about just either data entry which is another new, new phrase mm-hmm. in that era, but it's just, a, it's a typist, right? You were, you were typing, you were, I mean, I have a hard enough time processing words in my brain. <laughs> then I do, I, there's no way I could be a word processor on a typewriter or computer, but see, I guess when you, when you left the typewriter and went to the computer, it became word processing because. Yes, I think so. And that was, I like, I think that's kind of my first recollection of using a computer too. Mm -hmm. And then you would listen, someone would be dictating. And so you would listen and type and. Oh, wow. And and then, and then once you get one of those, those Southern accents with, you know, where the number four (laughs) has two syllables, you know, four. I was talking to a lady the other day and she was like, the more syllables, the better, sweetie. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I said, well, you know what? I said, I'm now living in the state of Arkansas. I was born in Pennsylvania, so I've always been a Yankee. But the older I get, I'm kind of coining a phrase that I'm turning into a Southern Yankee. And I'm <laughs> Southern Yankee. I'll never give up my Yankeehood, but um, but wow, the Southern, I just I guess I'm just not slowing down, but just meandering more through life. I never learned, I never knew how to to um yeah, meander. I ran everywhere. I mean, I kind of okay. still do, but my husband, he just kind of meanders, and I'm just like, so I slow myself, I slow my roll and um and go that way. Wow. Well, what is one of the things that you want to be known for? A legacy Bonnie Beetle is going to leave. Um, I think one of the most important is that uh, to the best of my ability, I have followed what I felt that the Lord, the Lord's plan for me, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes kicking and screaming, but after <laughs> I surrendered, then uh, I think so. Yeah to just that I've followed after him and followed his plan. And uh, I'd like to also be remembered as uh, an encourager, a loyal person, and someone with a giving heart. Well, that's how I know you. So that's how <laughs> to know you is to love you. Wow. That's beautiful. I just, I read, I'm reading a book on Holy Spirit and it's, um, the author talks about going from striving to surrendering. And mm -hmm. that's me. I mean, I've been like, oh, you know, I got to do this, got to do this, got to do, I'm a, you know, a list maker. I'm a doer. I'm a, I'm a Martha with a merry heart, but I'm a Martha. And um, one thing is needed and that's just surrendering to him. And um, it's beautiful, beautiful. Um so that's, that's just, that's what we do. And, um, so do you have, do you have nieces and nephews? Do you have, um, I do. I, uh, so you're, 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 you're a favorite aunt, huh? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. I have, uh, two nephews and, and a niece. And then I have two great nephews and then I have two great, great nephews and one uh, great niece. Wow. That makes you a great, great, <laughs> great. aunt. <laughs> yes. I don't let them forget it either. There you go. Where do, do they live in Missouri? Where, where's your family? Yes. The, uh, the greats and the great greats live over in Springfield. So I, you know, oh. I, I get over to see them periodically. Yeah. I have family in Ozark Nixa area. Mm -hmm. And so they moved there recently. So I get, we get to get together more and more. Um, uh, so how do you feed yourself spiritually? I mean, you're surrounded by the word you you get, you just, you're, you're soaking it in You're you marinate it all the time, but how does Bonnie beetle, how do you personally feed yourself mm -hmm. with the word, obviously, and with, uh, you know, just listening to different uh, ministers' uh, messages. Well, well and... that's when somebody says, well, that's your job because, you know, your job is in church. So or your oh. job is. not so what what outside of what like what would you tell tell somebody who, who you know, that who just kind of says, well, yeah, you're in the ministry. So that's all you have to do and you get fed. No, we have to on purpose. Go ahead. 
Yes, yes. No, that that's what I was meaning on on purpose. Because I think if you can just if you don't do that, then you can kind of just start doing everything but in the flesh. Yeah. You know, if we're yeah. not personally taking that time, that quiet time with the Lord and reading his word, meditating in his word and uh, reading good books of information about the word. That's what I do. Yeah. Are you a reader? Mm, I have to kind of work at it. Yeah. Are you in a current book right now? No, but I did, uh, not currently, but I have, uh, I'd ordered Kelly Copeland's, I think it's called Awake to His Presence, which is actually a devotional, Ooh. but uh, it sounds like it's going to be very good. Nice. I'll probably jump into that and maybe you and I can kind of, kind of ask each other about it. Wow. Um, so what would you have told, what would you tell your 20 year old self where you are today? I mean, I know you're only just a little bit older than that, but what would you tell, um, a, another woman who's possibly striving, uh, for, to get married or striving for, um, you know, to be a secretary in DC or striving for, you know, whatever goal they had already put in themselves or in front of themselves, what would you tell that person? I think to just really seek the Lord, maybe put away preconceived ideas mm. and uh, just ask him to help you day by day, not look, you know, get yourself so far down the road in your mind that you maybe get um, bogged down in, you know, trying to make something happen even, but to just take one day at a time, surrender completely to hit to what he has for you and uh, enjoy the journey. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Enjoy the journey. Do you have any regrets in your journey? I don't think so. Maybe not. Uh, this is, is not well it is maybe not being as conscious of uh financial financial trying to oh there's plan for retirement <laughs> hello yeah you do, you talk you're talking to all of us now yeah <laughs> isn't that funny i mean i would i would have thought you'd gone somewhere else but yeah here you here we are in the season of oh here we are here we are here but we are god said i mean not god uh, i think it's david i've spent young and i'm older i've never seen the righteous forsaken or his seed begging bread and i believe as like i mean as i have endeavored to follow what god has had for me you know going from here to there and never taking employment based upon uh, the salary. Come on. Or the benefits. Yep. Yep. Yes. Yep. If I felt like that's what, where the Lord was leading me. You know what my benefit package is? Psalms 103. 
Yes. yes. Psalms 103. Look, look it up and forget not all these benefits. Yeah. So do you have a favorite scripture? Yes, I do. (laughs) Proverbs three, five, and six. It's you want me to read it? Yeah. I mean, it's right there in front of you. You're like, yes, I do. Yeah, Here it I is. It. Oh, I love it. Uh, this is uh, amplified. Lean on, trust in, and be confident in the Lord with all your heart and mind. Do not rely on your own insight or understanding. In all your ways, know, recognize, and acknowledge him, and he will direct, direct and make straight and plain your paths. Mm, so good. Yep. The word works. And when you, when, when you marinate in the word, wow, that is, that's beautiful. Here's a loaded question. What do you love about yourself? Mm-hmm. I'm not letting you off the hook on this. <laughs> it's called awkward silence, or we could spiritualize it and say, Sila. it's a Sila moment. Sila. <laughs> pause and calmly think about it (laughs) i'm not moving on oh nicole (laughs) i have a list but you've got to have something i know that's always been difficult for me it's pretty sad when you think that i'm the age i am and still struggling with it but do do you do you ever share your age Mm-hmm. Do you, are you asking me to share it on this podcast? <laughs> you don't have to, you don't have to at all. But so, but yeah, there's, I, you know, I shared something with you. One thing that I liked that I, that I liked about myself in my teens and twenties that has changed. And that was my lips, my lips have changed greatly in my thirties, forties, and now in my fifties. And I very seldom ever wear a lipstick because it doesn't stay where I put it. Um, mm-hmm. and so, um, you know, that's been a little challenging kind of going, ah, you know, the effects of aging, but that's a, that's an external thing, but that's okay. I mean, I, I like my hands. I mean, I've got, I've got big hands. I tell my husband, I can wear big jewelry <laughs> and my, my daughter has my hands. And, um, so there's different, a- you know, aspects about ourselves that it's okay. It is okay to like, um, and to enhance and to make better, but, um, I used to say on those lists, you know, you know, list your strengths and list your weaknesses. <laughs> well, a strength, I like to talk. My weakness, I like to talk. It's <laughs> the same thing, you know, it gets me in trouble sometimes. But okay. Well, I like to listen. You stalled enough. There you go. So what I do you like, like about listen. yourself? Okay. I'm a, I'm a good listener. I guess that's something I like about myself. Mm-hmm. And I like my, uh, my smile. <gasps> Yay. I love, I like how you wear your hair. Uh, so fun. I like how many different pairs of glasses do you have? I only have one that I wear now. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, are there, you're wearing change about every two or three years, you know? Yeah. Love it. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, you're always, um, you're always a joy to be around, um, now I'm not around you very much, so I'm not, I don't see you during, <laughs> what do you do now? You're not married. So you don't have a husband that helps rub off those, those rough edges, you know, that, oh that we're supposed to do. What do you do when you feel yourself becoming irritated? 
Well, I uh, sometimes I let it out, which is not good. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, no, no. Letting it out is not wrong, but it's how we yes. let it out. So is that your answer and you're sticking with it? Oh, no. And then I, you know, try to ju just talk to myself on the inside, get control, pray in the spirit. There you go. And, uh, yeah. Quote scripture. Come on. Come on. That's exactly right. All right. A few fun little rapid fire questions. What do you do to unwind? This is your, this is your, 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 your day off, not your off day. We don't have off days. This is your day off. So what do you do? Like, like say you had a crazy travel schedule with pastor Sharon and you're just go, go, go. And you've got to unwind. What do you do to unwind? Probably get in my chair and watch some, um, maybe old TV shows or something like that. Oh, do you have a favorite or a couple of? Bones is one. I don't that, know if you remember that's that. I don't remember when show? it was on, but it's all bones. Yeah. What's it? Is it's it pretty old? Pretty old, like not real like old. Well, in the old, like in, in the, the well, in the two thousands. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, not I guess old. we. I guess old we old are old. in the. That's twenty three years ago. <laughs> I know it's hard to believe. I'm like that's not old. What? Okay, so bones. I've never so never seen shopping it. or something. You know, running errands, things Ooh. like that. Hey, do you like chocolate? Yes. Okay, on forty first in Yale, there's a, a chocolate nosh. They're not a sponsor of this program, but I think they need to be. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you can go in and get a little piece or you can get many. But we were we were in the 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 fleet, the feet fleet store right next door to it. And so we had to stop in and get a little chocolate. Highly recommend it. It's so good as far as going shopping and a little treat while you're there. Um it's Christian owned and operated, but anyway, I just love to check there. that out. Yeah. The chocolate nosh. Tell them Nicole Johnson sent you. <laughs> um, so coffee or tea uh, right now I'm drinking some, some mushroom coffee, um, but it's more tea than it is coffee. Um, your face. Coffee. Okay. Coffee. coffee. All right. Um, Not you... mushroom coffee. <laughs> you can't tell, but um Okay, so when you vacation, if you vacation, do you prefer the oceans or the mountains? Ocean. Oh, nice. Okay. Do you enjoy baking or cooking or either? You know, I've, over the years, I've enjoyed both, but it seems like I bake at Christmas time. And I don't do a lot of cooking anymore. Well, I'm coming over on Christmas time then. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting slower. And slower. No, no, I'm not in my grandparent years yet, but I've kind of seen myself because I'll, I'll eat it. There's no one here to really eat it mm -hmm. and I don't want to eat it. So I do share with my neighbors a lot. So I, I give it, I give it away. So um, do you have a favorite movie? Just some fun stuff about Bonnie Beetle. Wow, I can't think of any recent ones. Well, just anything that would is it anything for like a holiday go to kind of a mainstay? How oh no, this is real old. I think it's called 
Well, White Christmas. I like that. Uh, at sure. Time. Yeah. That's a White classic. Christmas. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I always enjoyed You've Got Mail, which was, mm-hmm. I don't know how many years ago. Yeah. Fun. Fun. My father-in-law, before he went to heaven, he used to always say that um, while you were sleeping was, a, he, he would say, he goes, that, that's a holiday movie. It's a Christmas movie. We're like, it is? what has it but it takes place during christmas okay, i couldn't remember but i like that I know. it's not a christmas movie but it takes place during we're like oh okay all right so now we watch it you know in memory of, of dad but anyway well i love you so much friend and thank you so much for for just chit-chatting hope it wasn't too painful but no, I it wasn't. learned a little bit more about you. And the, the, my, one of my whys behind this podcast is number one, obedience, but number two, um, to bring women on who have influenced my life and impacted me. And that's you, you have influenced me. I see, I see you because I think we're connected in that, in that calling of being number one at being number two. Mm-hmm. And, um, just Jesus is, is our why. Yes. So, um, thank you for being faithful, sticking by the stuff, not getting, um, frustrated with God and just saying, forget it. I'd rather be married than there's a whole lot more worse things than not being married. Amen. That's (laughs) what I have said over the years. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So we are running out of time. We have talked for 30 minutes. Oh my. Love you. I love you too. Thank you. I'll see you next time. I see you. I'll see you. I'll look for a Bonnie sighting. Everybody next time you're in Tulsa at Victory, look for Bonnie. Love you lady. Bye. Bye.